it is going to eliminate positions. Plain and simple, it's going to happen. It's going to um, make it very difficult to teach high school or college too. It is going. It's already doing that. This is the PMP Industry Insider Podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome out to another episode of the PMP Industry Insider Podcast, where we look at what is changing in the industry and we take it to the front lines to those that are driving those changes. With the exception of today, today is just Dan and I. My name is Donnie Shelton, owner of Triangle Home Services, which has Triangle Pest as well as Triangle Lawn. And with me is, like always, my compadre, compadre in arms, the infamous Dan Gordon. Dan, would you like to say hello, introduce your company, who you are, because no one knows who you are. That's not true. We all know that you're a rock star. And also our topic, because I am super stoked about what we're talking about today. It's a huge, in my mind, a huge episode, and it's a huge technology, and I can't wait to get into it. So take it away. Yeah. Good morning, um, Dan Gordon, uh, PCO Bookkeepers, PCO MA Specialists, um, Bookkeeping CFO Services to the pest and lawn industry, as well as exit planning. Um, and uh, today we uh, have a when 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 we say what's changing the industry, I guess it could change the industry, but it could change uh, many industries. And this change is a really in, it'll change your life. This one is really really interesting. And uh, so, um, why don't you introduce the topic, and then yeah. uh, we'll jump right in. This this is kind of a new thing, and and it you know uh, I think. I've been using it for several months, and um, it's it's just really interesting. So go ahead, uh, let's let's have you. All righty. So today, we're the topic of the show is Chat GPT, the pest and lawn game changer. And you know, I can't trademark another copyright that I came up with it. It's so unique and original. But we are going to talk about. It. I will tell you, Chat GPT has taken off. It's like mainstream now. It's viral. Everyone's—I shouldn't say everyone's using it, but it's got all the headlines, and for good reason, right? I mean, um, you know, if you take a look at what it can do and what it has been doing and what it is doing, it's—it's—I don't want to say it's scary. It's amazing. Um, so today we're talking about Chat GPT. And I will tell you that you would think, well, why would and and by the way, and if you don't know what that is, we can talk really quickly about it. Chat yeah, GPT. why don't we explain what G- yeah. uh, ChatGPT? So, is. so, so, Chat ChatGPT is basically a large language model. It's 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 it was developed by OpenAI, so it's artificial intelligence. And what it does is it learns it use it. You know, they have programmed in learning techniques to generate human like text. And so, the reality of it is, is that you can. You can ask it a contextual question like, you know, can you write me an outline on yada, 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 whatever that is. Right. And it can comprehend that. Now, this is a this is a huge breakthrough. It's not new, but it is a huge breakthrough in technology because, you know, by the way, Google has tried this. Facebook has tried this. AI and language translation is nothing new. But ChatGPT so far has been the one who has actually made the technology work. And and it's kind of interesting. The reason that Google and Facebook have failed on this is because they've used content to generate answers. And guess what that brings in? It brings in racism and bias and those types of things. And it's hilarious. It's kind of funny because what happens is that you'll watch these AI programs. They'll all of a sudden become like, you know, leftist, rightist, whatever you want to call it, right? They kind of come way off of like, you know, because they get this training and they start going in this content and they start kind of diving off. And so they've been very 
they've been very careful about releasing AI because every time they've done it, it's created biases that, that, that you know it starts learning these biases and it kind of turns into this not so great artificial human. I don't know. But anyway, so long story short, chat GPT so it, far. It uh, turns into the average American, right? <laughs> so. so, so yeah. So, but in this case, chat GPT is, is, has not done that. They've been, I mean, not to say that it can't go and do that, but in any case, what's so exciting about this technology that I think is exciting is that you can talk to it just like you would a human. You don't have to speak Google ease. And this is why I think it's such a huge game changer, right? So, so if I'm sitting around and I have a question and I'm like, okay, um, I don't know, give me a question. Like what's the, how do I do, or how do ants, you know, I, I, let's just do an easy one. Like well, how do termites I, I, I did one. Here, here, here's an interesting one. Um, uh, I, I said, um, uh, give me a call to action in selling mm. pest control. Yes. Yes. And so, it, but before yeah. you get into that, though, before you Go get into ahead. That, so yeah, if yeah. I'm on Google, then what what has to happen is is that now I have to I, first of all I have to I have to come up with a search that Google can understand what I'm really trying to ask it, and then from that I've got to sift through several pieces of content, most of which may not even be you know directed towards my real question because I could never really ask it the question that I wanted to ask it in the first place. And that, to me, is why this is going to take off because Jet, you know, Chat GPT or any AI system, right? They can speak our language and actually comprehend what we're asking it. And you don't need to filter through six or seven different websites to try to find someone who has an opinion on it. There's also danger in this, right? Because you get one answer. You know, it's not like when you go and get multiple opinions if, you know, on Google. So, so anyway, long story short. That's what chat GPT is. And I will tell you, this is not some, you know, sometimes you have a technology come up and people think, oh my, this is the next big thing and it's just going to fade out and burn out. Okay. So just to bring context here, Microsoft has invested and committed $10 billion. This deal was announced about a month ago into chat GPT, not 10 million, 10 billion with a B. Okay. That's the first thing that's like, ooh, right? This is in the midst of Microsoft just laying off 12,000 people. Second one is that <laughs> Google. Right. Yeah, I mean, it's true. You know, if you think well, about it. Well, why do you need people when you got ChatGPT? Yeah. So, so that's number one. It's like, it should, give, I mean, it should make your eyeballs raise up. Like, hey, Microsoft absolutely sees the value in this. The second one is, is that Google, you know, they called this a code red event when it launched. You know, Surgery Brin and Larry Page actually came back to, by the way, those are the founders of Google, if you don't know. They have, I think back in 2018, they stepped away from the company and got a board and a CEO and, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. They were actually back in meetings trying to figure out how they're going to respond to this. And again, it's not like Google doesn't have this technology, but absolutely, it seems like they have missed the boat. Now, I'm sure that, you know, with the kind of cash that they have, they'll launch some sort of competitor. But the reality of it is, is that this is a big deal in technology. This is not a, a, a fade in and fade out. You know, when, when you look at what, this AI engine can do, um, and I feel like I'm hyping this up way too much. But I no, you're not. <laughs> it, it, it's truly amazing. But but so okay. So this is a cool technology, and we get all of this stuff. So I own a pest control company, mm -hmm. and you know I have to hire people. I have to market my company. I have to take care of my finances and accounting. I have to take care of operations and everything. How do I use this to 
help my business, make my life easier, make me money, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Why do I, as a PMP, want to uh, uh, take a look at this or even embrace it? Well, first of all, I'm going to tell you this, and I'm going to. I don't want to be. Uh, I don't want to be. Well, I don't want to try to make anyone feel guilty or bad or anything, but if you're not using this already, you're probably behind the curve. I, Dan and I, just before this before this podcast, we were chatting about how in the real estate industry, this has taken off. Like chat GPT is, you know, and even, even in like, if I were a, if I were a content writer right now, I'd be like looking for another career. Like you go to some websites now and they'll even tell you, hey, a lot of our content is generated by AI. You go to CNET, there's a disclaimer at the end of every article. We use AI to generate our content, meaning that a person did not write it. And, you know, bringing it back to, well, how do I do this in our industry? Well, in the in the real estate industry, they're using it to create ads, you know, to create sales ads for house houses, right? Homes. And so... What's interesting is I did this. Um, I was just playing around. I knew we were going to have this podcast coming up. And I asked ChatGPT to write me a sales ad to hire a salesperson. And <laughs> did a pretty damn good job. I was impressed. <laughs> I was like, uh, and I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm not going to, I'm just going to read a couple of, of quotes that came from that. Hang on. I'm trying to get to it. Here we go. It gives me the job title, the company location. Gave me key responsibilities, gave me qualifications. The only question I asked it was, can you write a job advertisement for an outside salesperson? That's all I asked it. And it gave me did you all say of it. specific pest control? I did not. I did not. Okay. And you know, the reality of it is, is like this ad, it would take me about mm, maybe 30 seconds to, you know, skin it up for pest control and push it. Versus if I were writing it out the gate, it'd probably take me an hour. Right. So, you know, when you come back to how does this going to affect the pest and lawn? I think it's a game changer. Number one is that it has the potential. I'm not saying it's going to, but it has the potential of destroying the business model of Google. That's the first thing. And you think about where the majority of your leads are coming from. Now, this is out. I mean, this is probably going to be five years out. But, but the fact of the matter is, is that this is a big technology. Number two that I really like about it is that it's really good at summarizing complex concepts. So I asked it again, I was, by the way, don't do this. This is, can get really addictive. I spent an entire afternoon just, you know, going to the magic answer machine. It's it's a new day magic eight ball. That's what Oh my gosh. It so is, man. I'm like, so, so I, I know most people on the, on the podcast know that I fly. And, you know, icing in flying is a very complex topic, like flight icing, you know, getting into icing when you fly. And just because there's different things with with meteorology and, you know, depending on the temps. And and so I asked him, like, tell me about icing it. And I was shocked, mainly because it's something that I know a lot about. Right. Um, But it did it in two paragraphs. And, you know, it was pretty spot on. So the second part is that it's really good at summarizing complex topics. And then the last one is, is that it's really good at writing essays and programs. So essays, outlines, those types of things. And so how is it, you know, how, backing that into how does that apply in our industry? I think number one, content for your website, super easy now. Now I would not just cut and paste because, you know, someone else, right. you know, any other part of the country is probably doing the same thing, but it gives you a start. 
Second and, thing, and what's what's the most difficult part are all these micro oh, pages trying absolutely. to write, yep. you know, fifty different paragraphs about carpenter ants that are all the same, but but aren't, so that Google doesn't. So now you can do it. And one of the things you were talking about real estate, because I, I was on that too. Uh, CNN had a, a, a big uh, thing on these realtors who were using it, and you say, well, why does a realtor use it? Um, how many ways can you describe a house to be oh, beautiful gosh. and yeah. then the one next door and the one next door to that? Mm -hmm. And this does it. Well, if you want to talk about carpenter ants in, you know, in, in one town and carpenter ants in another town and it, it, it's pretty cool. It's, it's, it's just uh, very, very cool. But as you said, you can't just uh, set it and forget it. You definitely, it'll get you 80% of the way there. That That's what I'm finding anyway. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, the reality of it is, is that, you know, you could use it for job ads for your business. You can use it to generate content. You can use it to generate presentations, um, you know, for your, for like, let's just say you're going to be presenting to your company and you want to get into a topic. You can use it for training. Um, and we're going to get into a whole number, a whole litany of things that you could potentially use it for that's not quite developed out yet. But these are just things that you can do now. Now, having sold all of these benefits of chat GPT, there are limitations. Before so, you go uh, into it, hold on. How yeah. do we get on to chat? Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you go to chat.openai.com. We'll put this in the show notes. Um, you sign up for an account. It's free. Right now, it's in beta mode. It's all free. It doesn't cost you anything, which means anything you ask it, they're going to be looking and using your data. Uh, it's learning from you. But, you know, at the end of the day, um, I don't really care because, I mean, again, this, this great answer machine, like it's just it it legitimately will suck an entire day if you allow it. Because, I mean, like you're like, oh, huh. like <laughs> I just yeah. got so amazed. And then, I mean, again, there are some things like, you know, we're going to talk about the limitations, but it is. So so it's free. OpenAI.com. Eventually will have a cost. They, it absolutely they, will have a cost. They, they've said that. They're beta testing now to, to do all the learning, but there definitely will be a cost associated with it. But yep. I don't think it's going to be too crazy. You know, it's, it, it's it, there's no humans in it. So, so let's talk about some let's talk about some limitations. So, so in my little foray into question asking, first of all, I asked it, "Who's Donnie Ray Shelton?" Right, and by the way, I didn't make the cut. I guess I'm not popular enough for chat. Uh, for it's open, true. Open. Yeah, it's they true. don't. They, it yeah. doesn't know who I am. So. I will tell you that it does not like personal information. It will not generate and it doesn't go to. Okay. So it doesn't use that. So there's going to be some limitations there. Another, you know, another question I did is, and of course you got to know me. I said, who is the best pest control company in Raleigh? Which by the way, we all know who that is. But having said that, it's like, it could not do it. It's like, Hey, you know what? I have been training and then my training stopped in 2021. And it'll actually give you that limitation. It says training data only goes up to 2021 and knowledge of specific service providers are limited. So it won't give you any of that. But then it does tell you, hey, go to the Better, Better Business Bureau. It calls out Angie's list, which was interesting. Um, so so the reality of it is, is that, you know, it, their limitation, like it's not going to give you current data. Like I even asked them, like, what's the forecast for tomorrow? Can't do that either. Okay. Um, it's not getting current current data. So it's really good at summarizing. It's really good at creating. But if you're looking for like real-time kind of thing or real-time stuff, it's not there yet. 
Um, so there's the, some limitations. The, 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 the one thing that you mentioned about uh, personal, so it won't go personal, but I just typed in just now, who's George Washington? And it gave me. So if there's a famous person. Right. With a name, That's what I mean. Then, I didn't make the cut, work. right? That's that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so. yeah. So, so anyway, it's, uh, there's, those are the limitations. There are more, right? I mean, it's the one thing that I have to tell, and I have to put this into context here is that you know, when it responds, it sounds authoritative. You have to remember that it is generated content. It's not authoritative. Okay. And some of it's, I'd say the majority of the time, it's really, really good, but you just, I would not turn this thing loose and just be like cut and paste it. I would not do that. I don't so, think so it's there's there. two, two searches that I did that they kind of play right into what you're talking about. The first one I did was PMP industry insiders. And it turns out that that is a project management professional, a PMP, uh, for, for those who don't. If you Google it, that yes. that's, it's not a yes. best management professional. And it wrote a whole dissertation about that. The second one um, that I did, uh, we've been talking quite a bit about traction and EOS. Well, I guess EOS is a blockchain platform mm-hmm. and um, it... it it's used in crypto and whatnot. And it wrote a whole thing on that. And I was trying to get it to, to write an essay on traction and EOS, but it, it kept defaulting to this uh, blockchain, um, you know, crypto thing. So, and, and it sounds very authoritative, as Donnie said. So if you're in an area that you know nothing about, make sure that you, you, you do some uh, collaborating, yeah. uh, right. you know, or, uh, you know, uh, make sure. That you, you, you cannot be completely blind and just be like, yeah, this is great. <laughs> you got to like do a little bit of work. So, so let's talk about how we can pull this back into, or some potential uses of chat GPT or AI, or, you know, I mean, any, I mean, again, is, is chat GPT, is it going to be the Google, the next Google of AI content? I don't know. Right. Right now it's, it's, it's the new thing. And it's certainly very, very popular. It's getting a ton of attention. I don't know that, you know, Google may release a product that's a little bit better. That's not racist or biased. Who knows, right? Someone, I will tell you this, the technology itself, it's here to stay and it's going to be a game changer. And and one of the reasons that we're talking about it, if you're an entrepreneur, you're an owner, like your life is spent on change. We make our money in change. Like, you know, I mean, we don't, I mean, it's just what it is. And so I think fundamentally, this is who, you know, how it plays out and which company is going to own it. And, you know, I don't know that, but I will tell you that, that this idea of using AI to generate content, to generate ads, to ge- I don't think that's going away. And we're already seeing it, right? You see Google uses it in very limited ways. Like if you use a Gmail, um, you know, as far as sending back automated responses, even in search, we're seeing it in search and marketing, you know, using AI to, to, to push ads, those types of things. And so anyway, long story short, the technology is here to stay. How it plays out and who's going to win at this battle, I don't know. But bringing it back to how does it, you know, what are some potential uses in 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 pest and lawn company? I would say the number one opportunity. Well, I can't say it's number one because I like sales. Sales is always number one to me. But would be customer service, meaning that you know, first of all, you have a generation of people who don't want to talk to anyone, who do not want to pick up the phone. You know, if you have a really intelligent you know, chat bot like this right here, I imagine they could take, you know, 80% of the requests, like taking someone's credit card and updating it. That's a pretty straightforward thing to do. I think, you know, getting someone scheduled for a reservice, that's a pretty straightforward thing to do. You know, we don't have any technology on the market. To right be now clear, those things are not there yet. 
They are not there. Yeah. These are potential uses, you know, and, and it'll be interesting to see how the software platforms in both industries pick this up and how they integrate it. Because, you know, it could do, it could be, I mean, if you think about this, if you could knock out, let's just say 50% of your office, what does that do to your bottom line? Because, you know, admin is direct. I mean, there is no, like it is direct bottom line dollars. So if you, if you eliminate it and by the way, I don't know. Sometimes I feel like I say things on podcasts and it gets misconstrued. I'm not saying you should go in and fire like people. Your, like like the, your tax cheat. Yes, yes. So so what I'm saying though is, as a business owner, right? You're 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 living on change, and you've got to be efficient, right? You've got to understand like where the where the lines are at, and you know if you could find a chatbot that could pull out or knock out two or three, that's that's all profit. Like it's just amazing, right? So so anyway, customer service I think is a huge opportunity because you know now your customer service agents can focus on like really, I wouldn't say really, but I would say more complex, you know, task other than rescheduling a service, which happens all the time, scheduling a reservice, updating a credit card, kind of those base level tasks, absolutely you could give over to AI, could handle it right now. You know, I don't think it could handle things like, you know, well, I've got this and I don't know what that's going to be. And, you know, that I don't think it could handle, but those baseline things it could do. Number two, we've already talked about, which is, using it to generate personalized sales pitches and product recommendations. Now, again, this technology is not there, but this is, in my mind, this would be a very good use of this technology. Right now, what Google does is it looks at your search history. It knows who you are. I say it, they know who you are. And based on your personality, based on your history, your the ads that they're going to serve up are going to be very customized for you. I could see that being the same way in Pest. Now, the good thing in Pest is, is that it's a pretty quick sell, right? I mean, bug, call, get out here now. I mean, that process is every bit of two minutes. Lawn, I could see this being much more valuable, meaning this personalized pitch. And, you know, because that's a much longer sale, there's a lot more um, research typically that's done before a company's chosen. Um, so I just think that in general, you know, generating sales content for websites, generating sales content uh, for ads that you're going to do, maybe even like, you know, generating it for postcards, however it is that you're going to connect with a customer, right? But but the fact of the matter is, is that you can use this to generate personalized pitches in a, in a, in a you know, basically in a way where you could feed it data and every now, every piece that goes out, it is absolutely personalized for that person, which is just amazing when you think of that. that that's pretty neat stuff. And then um, on the management side, what you get all these consultants who are like, yeah, so uh, here's what we want you to do. We want you to create a, an employee handbook and a policy and procedure manual. Mm-hmm. And you say, oh my gosh, I'm overwhelmed. I can't do this. Well, this thing, write me a policy and procedure manual for a pest control company and mm-hmm. it will do it. And it'll get you more than halfway there. I mean, Mm -hmm. again, you definitely need to look at it and personalize it to your firm. But when you when somebody tells you that this is what you need to do to scale your business and you say it's this is a task that I'm just not up for the amount of time, this thing will get you started. And uh, it's it's pretty neat. It's, It's very slick. I think the big opportunity with this technology, and this is a really important point to take home, I think, from this episode, is that AI is not smart. <laughs> it's just not, you know, and what I mean by that is this, is that they think, oh my gosh, AI is so advanced. It's so smart. It's not, 
Okay. When you look at what it generates out, it's it's boilerplate content. And this is my opinion, by the way. I'm adding my bias. Here we go. And, you know, there's been articles about, you know, attorneys who have looked at papers that have been generated from AI. And what they'll say is that it's good base level content. But, you know, when you get into like critical thinking, you know, all the factors that get to it, the technology is just not there. Now, will it get there? I'm sure it will. Will it in my lifetime? I don't know. But, but you know, but there are a ton of things that we do in business, by the way, that is not that level of thinking. Right. That is not, to, I mean, just like what you just talked about, like writing procedures and writing sales content. I mean, I'm sorry, but it just doesn't take, you know, a rocket scientist to do that. So it can absolutely help you and make you more efficient, but it's not like, by the way, it's not going to you know, do your taxes for you. I'm just a little plug there, Dan. Maybe it will. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, but what, what, it, what it can do is it can say, uh, you know, okay, you want to do your taxes this year? Here's a little article on how to get ready to, to get them. Right. Uh, you know, here's what we need and here's why we need it. That That's a pretty cool thing. But the other thing is that I did a search on a call to action for pest control companies, call to action for accounting, selling accounting services. And the two articles that came up were extremely similar. All the topic headings were the same, but, you know, where it was killing bugs, uh, they used preparing taxes. So as you said, AI is not intelligent, even though it's uh, artificial intelligence. It, 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 Definitely uh, goes down the road of, uh, of of using templates and 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 expanding things, but that's what you need when you're writing. I actually uh, did a, a a search on writer's block because I'm a writer. That's you know I do a column. I I do, but and it talked about how writer's block happens, what you can do about it, how you can free your mind up to 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 write. It's it's pretty interesting stuff. But uh, like I said, it don't think you're going to set it and forget it. Uh, it it's going to start you and it'll, it'll get you well on the way, but you're still going to have to do some work. Well, you know, and just to summarize that is I see the opportunity in this type of technology in handling a lot of the lower level, just grunt work that we have to do, you know, and, and this is a natural progression of any technology, right? I mean, you think about, I mean, think about just like calculators and and how, you know, when there actually used to be human calculators and then, and then we came up with technology where it could do it on this. So I just think this is another iteration of that. It's at a higher level, but a lot of things that we do in terms of generating boilerplate content, you know, giving, you know, I, I mean, again, writing, I wouldn't say just writing content, but explaining things like that, those types of things. And then how we integrate it in with our operations is going to, it is going to eliminate positions plain and simple. It's going to happen. It's going to make it very difficult to teach high school or college too. It is going to, it's already doing that, which is kind of, you know, a lot of teachers are kind of, you know, they're, they're sounding the alarm, like, Hey, you know, we're, and you gotta, I I don't know for me that, and we're not going to go over on the social side of things, but I have to say, you know, if I had a tool like this back when I was in high school, <laughs> right. I can tell you, I might, I might would implement, I might would be, be using the technology is all I would say. Yeah, so straight um, Okay. Two more things I want to talk about with, I mean, there's tons of opportunities in terms of how this technology can be used. I think the other two that really affect our industry would be data analysis and social media, you know, that one of the difficult things I think to do as a small business owner is to do it all. Right. I mean, you just, you, 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 okay, I should be posting on my social. I should be taking pictures. I should be 
looking at my PL. I should be looking at options. I should be writing procedures. I, I mean, the list goes on and on and on and on and on. I think this technology is going to allow the small business owner to be way more effective in handling all those tasks. Because in the past, where time is limitation, you know, this is going to allow the owner or you know the managers to level up to some degree. And so I think, you know, generating automated responses to customer inquiries, you know, posting content on media, social media platforms, and then, you know, basically changing it a little bit to modifying it that it did as part of their company. I think it's going to help engagement with that company. And I think it's also going to show like a higher level of service on the social media side. On the on the data analysis side, this is where it gets really interesting, right? Think about what you could look at in terms of driving trends, what you could look at in terms of application trends, what you could look at in terms of efficiency trends. And I'm talking about not only on the field service side, but specifically in the office. And I think this is where the big gap is. A lot of companies, and I'm talking pest and lawn right now, they're normally started by operators. And what you'll see is that their service side is tight. You know, the routes are tight. The operations are tight. They, they're very, very good about what materials they're using. Like that side of the business is a Swiss watch, one side down to the other. But now this person, since they came from the field, they know nothing about the office and their office is an absolute disaster. <laughs> right. <laughs> because, you know, because the owner. I don't, I don't like, have any clients like this, but I've read about it. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so what you'll see is, is that, man, you know, the service side is held to such a standard. And meanwhile, you know, the office is just like a train wreck and it's because the owner doesn't know. And so, you know, again, I think this tool could be something where it could at least highlight, hey, 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 you, you need to be looking at your call times. Hey, you need to be looking at and and to sit on top of all of this data, because that's that's one big challenge. I remember when GPS, remember when GPS first came out, it became like my full time job to go through all the data. Mm-hmm. And finally, I got frustrated with it. And I'm like, I don't this is not helpful to me. It's way too much data. And so this whole idea that you could have you know, AI going through data and giving you, you know, because like I said, there's a big difference between information and insight. And so just having AI give you the insight of like, this is what all this data is saying. Here are the patterns, here are the trends. I think that's going to be a huge benefit and a huge game changer in our industry. Because I think, again, going back to the small business owner, it's going to allow them to see things that generally speaking, that, you know, the larger companies have the benefit of having people who sit around and sit on top and do this. They could do this now with AI. So, that's my excitement. That's my prediction. I'm not Notre Dame, but I just, I am super excited about this technology. I think it absolutely is a game changer. Dan, finish this out here. Take us home. I think that out. anybody, uh, you know, it, it, it's a, a website that you can go to. Um, you sign up for the account and you should definitely play with it. Um, I think as Donnie said, you can get lost in it. So make sure first time that you have probably a couple hours to spend on it because it's just, uh, I mean, I suppose you could get in there, but it just, yeah. You remember the magic eight ball, you know, you kept asking questions and, Uh Uh but, but this is just, it's unbelievable. It's a total game changer. 
And um, everybody's picking up on it. It's starting to make all the news wires and everything else. Uh, it's going to be really, really interesting. And I believe you're right. It's going to change the way we do business. It's going to change the way we educate ourselves and our children. It's um, it's it's just very cool. Uh, and I'm sure that there are some sinister things that can come out of it as well, which is, you know, just like social media and the other things that the, the genie's out of the bottle. So uh, be careful of that as well. So. One one thing I'll be interesting is to see if they're able to keep out the 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 issues that Google and Facebook had when they tried to do this. You know what I mean? Like that's gonna yeah. and then who decides like this is offensive and this is not like it, that, it that, brings that's up the a problem lot of with with yeah. social media, right? Like how yeah. do you say that this is acceptable? This is not acceptable if somebody mm-hmm. writes it, right? You know, mm-hmm. and then you also have freedom of speech. Uh, uh, you know issues and things like that it, it's 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 a very difficult thing and uh um, i'm not sure that this is going to solve it i think this is going to add to the confusion so well i think the biggest challenge now is trying to keep ai from not becoming a sociopath <laughs> right right <laughs> that's the, and that's the real that's the real issue and and I, they'll, they will absolutely at some point they'll figure it out but it it, it should now this is not this is not anything industry related but it should certainly make you think it certainly does me because someone at the end of the day, computers are computers and they're programmed. Someone has to program them. So it just makes you think who's doing the programming and do I agree with who's doing the programming and what does that all mean? It just things to think about is all I'll say there. I am I, the, the fact that I found pest control as an industry early on in my career and I've, I've, I've gone with it for many years and I couldn't be happier about it. But if I had to come back and start something, I would start Google. That's <laughs> <laughs> Google will own the world, you know, Google and Amazon. <laughs>